Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. I am all in. I am all in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. All right, everybody. Hey, Scott Patterson, I am all in podcast, iHeartRadio 111 Productions. I am joined by Tara. Tara S, Danielle Romo, Amy Sugarman, and we are here to talk about Let the Games Begin. Season three, episode eight. It was a rip-snorting affair. It was yeah. filled with Richard and Emily and Emily and Richard and Richard and Emily and Lorelai and Rory and Rory and Richard and Emily and Lorelai. And it was like uh, and, it was watching it was like, me. it was like watching Martina Navratilova, Venus Williams playing John McEnroe and Yvonne Lendl. It you was forgot, the ball. The ball. You forgot one important person. Who? Who? Who's well, in, other than you? Who's important? Uh, Jess. Jess. And Je- and and there's Jess. <laughs> Jess. Yes. There's the 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 Rafael Nadal taking the court, <laughs> pouncing. Hey, I'm over here. I'm pounding the ball. So did you love it? Did you I love it? I did. It was a, for me. It was a very relaxing. Even though there was a lot of drama and a lot of back and forth, it was it was just really comforting, and relaxing for me to yeah. watch this. Um, a great episode, and I think it was Richard at his best. Yes, because he's just so Gosh. so filled with excitement and energy, and he's wanting to help and and. I, I really just took the ride with him, you know. So let, I really let me ask did. you that right from the start before mm-hmm. we start going through it in order. Yeah. For all of you to say, was Richard right or wrong? I think they were both right and they were both wrong. And I think that therefore they were both right, right? Mm-hmm. A wrong and a right yeah. don't doesn't make a wrong, it makes a right in my mathematical calculation with the family. <laughs> Interesting theorem there. <laughs> right. Okay. Listen, I've got a chalkboard over here if you'd like to no. Um what's that guy's name? Pythagory? <laughs> Pythagory. 
Is yeah, Charlie name? Pythagoras. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> he lives down the street. Anyway, um, I don't. You gotta. Nobody trusts Lorelai. I I see her point of view. She's pissed. She didn't get trusted again. Yeah. She's treated like the redheaded stepchild, and it's like. Jesus, when are you going to see me for who I really am? Mm -hmm. And you are overstepping your bounds and you are not collaborating with me. You are not liaising with me. What on earth are you thinking about? I mean, it even got to the point where, where Rory got pissed at him. Yeah. And that's yes. big. She was the most right yeah. because she wanted to, she would have done it. Yeah. But she wanted to look right. She wanted to be prepared. So of everybody's right and wrong, she yeah. was the most yeah. right saying, tell me the truth. So I have the opportunity to, to maximize. Listen, this. this is a big sleek train before it gets too far out the station. Let's do the synopsis. <laughs> All right. You got it. Uh, so this, like Scott says, season three, episode eight, let the games begin air date, November 19, 2002. And the synopsis is after the breakup with Dean, Rory and Jess heat up. By heat up, they mean make out. Richard convinces his family to go on a day trip to Yale, which ends up being a big blowout fight with Lorelai, and Luke becomes extra protective over, over oh. Rory because of Jess. God, that was a great scene. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, so... All right, so talk, talk a little bit more about this, and then we'll go back to the beginning. Yeah, let's do um, it like a chronological thing, because I, right, I think so this warrants it. Before we move on quickly, Tara and Danielle, who was right, who was wrong? <laughs> I understand why Richard wanted to do it. Like, it's his granddaughter and he wants the best for her. And I feel like he wanted that because he never got it from Lorelai. But I also think he was wrong that he just didn't prepare Rory because she's so organized. She wants to be her best and he didn't give her that chance to do it. So I'm a little bit on the fence, but I don't think anyone's completely wrong and anyone's completely right. Mm -hmm. I will say half right, half wrong, but I'm going to give him right because his intentions were super pure. Yeah. So I'm going to say he was right. Yeah. Great. All yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. So let's go. Here's the thing I loved about this episode. We're really picking up almost immediately where we left off from the dance marathon. Because did you guys notice they're taking the sign down? Her, it, her like body hurts. Mm -hmm. And it's still Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about you the second the episode started, Danielle. It's still Halloween. <laughs> Can't escape the pumpkins. They're just there forever. <laughs> now I have I have one criticism and I, I rarely have one. Did anyone Wait, I'm gonna think, do an Amy. I'm gonna go <gasps> yeah. did anyone think that Lauren Graham was playing tired and in pain a little bit drunk maybe she was she were they serving alcohol <laughs> she wasn't drunk but were but they serving just, alcohol there just coffee i don't think they were serving alcohol but i just think as she was doing her acting That's like she be. was loopy it was almost like <laughs> you're right <laughs> yeah <laughs> you are right because she did a lot of like arm flailies type things and mm -hmm. you're like you don't do like, that when you're tired i know she's not drunk and i know she's like in pain and doing acting but mm -hmm. a little bit i was like this seems this close to how she would play it if they were like, and Lorelai is drunk. Uh huh. Uh huh. huh. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I thought that whole scene was amazing, though. Like yeah. when she goes, on the count of three. Right. They sit there. <laughs> and they can't move. <laughs> Their poor feet. Yeah. <laughs> Good. So then they get into Luke's diner mm -hmm. and they say, like, <laughs> I didn't remember Luke's being a hundred. Miles away. Mm -hmm. <laughs> is, is that when Sean came in? Was that Kirk came in with the trophy? Yes, yeah. with the trophy at that right. point. Yeah. Right. At that point, he's just showing that sucker off. What did you think? I think he's funny. It was it 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 really needed that, and it was funny, and he's great. And I think I had a little. I what did I have a little dialogue <laughs> with him about getting? I'll smash it to pieces. It looks so violent sometimes, isn't he? So threatening him. <laughs> the best though, and. Jesus. I love it because it sets it up for when you do it again later in the episode. Mm -hmm. Hi, hi, hi. Hi. Let's get the show on the right. ride. <laughs> yeah. And then when you right. come back later in the episode, hi, 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 hi. Right. I mean, right from the start, this is a big Luke episode, too. I mean, we're seeing Luke really evolve like he's just so much more prominent in the show now uh, than in the season one 
Yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's ranting and raving. Old, old Lukey ranting at her, ranting at <laughs> Jess. He's, he's doing his thing. Yeah, those were really fond of uh, those scenes uh, with Milo. You know, they were fun to do. They were just really fun to do. We had a really nice flow together, you know. Um, yeah, I, 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 I enjoyed those scenes. I know Luke is all like he is trying to be very like strict and tough, mm-hmm. but I think I just based off of like what I can tell so far, he is such he loves Rory and Jess together. Yeah. Am I the only one thinking that? Like oh, he's yeah. always smiling and no, he's always he just like acknowledges it. Yeah. He does. He yeah. loves them he's, together. He's tickled pink. Yeah, yeah. he's like yeah. I think he's just so excited <laughs> because maybe he's so make, excited. He'll make yeah. Jess probably like a good guy. Like he's like this is like Rory is gonna help Jess. Yeah. And kind of like, yeah, my right. my guy did good, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Lorelai has more surrendered to it, whereas Luke is just over the moon, right? Jazz. Because I think it gives. I think he also probably feels it gives him a better shot with Lorelai. There's mm. more chances for them to connect and to discuss mm. things, and you know, it's it's interesting. It brings those two closer together as well. So I think that's. I think he's, which he's, is correct. It yeah. does. They're yeah. already bonding more over it right and they're not fighting over it that was interesting too as they're having that conversation about rory and jess even though she's sort of her you see her side now Mm -hmm. and i think she sees yours a bit more than the big fight they had over the car Right. But I think that the stakes have raised, they've gone up considerably because if there's any kind of conflict between Rory and Jess, there's going to be conflict. There's going to be misunderstanding and conflict between Luke and Lorelai. So it's a, it's a smart uh, writer's move. It's a smart plot move here. Um, But it does raise the stakes. There is, it it enhances the risk. It's a, it's a, it's a risk on trade as they say in wall street, (laughs) you know, (laughs) It's definitely so a risk on trade. After we sort of get the acknowledgement that that Luke and Lorelai know that Jess and Rory are together, we go to the Gilmore's for a Friday night dinner where we have the walnut catastrophe and <laughs> <laughs> Richard and and Rory are in the kitchen and that's where we find out about the whiff and poofs and that they're going to go to Yale. Mm-hmm. So what did y'all think there? Did, did you think that because Richard would... Would Richard have brought that up had the walnut incident not happened with the salads? They would all have been sitting at the table. Mm. Would Richard have Richard would have been forced to bring that up at the dinner table? So how Ooh. would he have done it? So was that by design, perhaps? I don't know. I mean, and so Richard could get her alone in the kitchen. I don't know. Is, is, is he? Is, he's not that. Yeah, he definitely did want to have the one-on-one time with. Absolutely. Her yeah, he didn't. He did. You know, he. I don't think he would have brought that up at the dinner table. So did they create a situation where he could be alone with her? I don't know. Interesting theory. S- Does anybody theory. know if Frank Lloyd Wright actually had that whole thing happen or was that totally made up with the fire and the getting locked in? The, was if, that just if, it's, if it's coming out of Lorelai's mouth, then you can pretty much guarantee <laughs> that, it did, love, that it didn't happen. I love the Ari Fleischer shout out though. Do you guys, do Tara and Danielle remember who he was? Mm-hmm. So he was the Jen Saki. So you guys know Jen Saki. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was the Jen Saki of that time. Mm-hmm. And he was the press secretary. So it was a pretty funny reference. Mm-hmm. And then I have a couple questions. Mm. How beautiful are the flowers at the Gilmore's? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, we're that's a thousand dollars worth of flowers mm-hmm. in that house, fresh. That's like per week. It's <laughs> <Yeah. That's> a <laughs> flower bill. There are flower bills, $52,000 a year. I mean, geez. And they have a giant refrigerator. Is that a, ref- like their kitchen is amazing. Mm. Cause that was like the first time we've seen them her go into the fridge to get the soda and he's giving her the chocolate. I thought the whole thing was quite charming. I think he was doing, and look, uh, not to, not to uh, give too much away, but I think, you know, during the argument with Lorelai at Yale uh, mm-hmm. afterwards, the big blow up before she walked away, I think he made a very salient point 
about how many thousands of people apply for Harvard and mm. and why not have a good plan B? And she's pretty much already accepted because she's a legacy. And I've set this meeting up and it was impromptu. Yes. And I know that inconveniences everybody. But for God's sake, he, he pulled a brilliant move and she's yeah. in. She's yeah. for all intents and purposes. She's getting accepted to Yale. That's a what's wrong with that? <laughs> Yeah, I feel like they all should be a bit more open minded to Yale. Like, I get that her dream is Harvard, but like almost no kid applies to one school. No. And he did make another great point. And Emily made a great point to Lorelai when she went and chased her when yes. Lorelai was trying to get the taxi. She goes, did it ever occur to you that if Harvard knows that she's accepted to Yale, she's more likely to get accepted to Harvard? It's like play the chess game here. Be strategic. Stop being so emotional and For overreactive. Me, it's, just, it's very obvious. Like, be happy to have Richard's help and mm -hmm. get your kid into every school, and then she can pick. But she, but he didn't. He he was wrong in how he went about it. You know. Yeah. And maybe that's because yeah. they've scared him. They've they've made it so impossible. Right. It's true. And it's I'm not true. mad at them. Right. It's, it's rightfully so. But they've made it so impossible. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like Lorelai thinks that it's an attack from Richard right. instead of being like, oh, this is his granddaughter and he wants to do something good for her. Right. Yes. You know, she right. takes it more personally and more of an attack towards her when it, I don't, that's not his intention. No. He's not doing this in spite of Lorelai. Yeah. Yes. That's such a good point. Like getting, getting a kid into Yale is not a punishment exactly right it's not personal <laughs> against you lorelei it's not a punishment for you and your kid it's giving your daughter a massive future should she just seize the initiative um but again it's richard's accepting who lorelei is that she's not going to change that she's not coming into the fold the way they expected when these friday night dinners were proposed to her She's rebellious. She's, you know, she's doing her Henny Youngman routine or Jackie Mason routine, whatever, yeah. her Don Rickles routine, really. I mean, right, wh right. whoever you want to call it, it's not pleasant for them to experience it. Uh, the sarcasm, the cutting comments that just let wash over them, they can't trust her. So. Yeah, there's a lack of trust between all, all of them. She doesn't trust them. So it's kind of a two, you know, it's a two-way street here, babe. So. Yeah. You know and the I mean? one thing that I didn't really like too much was when Rory was like, Oh, he's trying to manipulate you. And it's like, you know, when he's, when, do you guys remember when you mean um, when Lorelai said, when Lorelei said, said that about, sorry. Yeah. When Lorelai said that about Rory or to Rory about Richard, yes. that he's like trying to manipulate her. I'm like, well, that's what I, I wanted to ask you. He's not manipulating you, her. That's the question. Do you think he is manipulating her? And I sort of think he's being fairly straightforward. Like I want you to see Yale again, not, not a huge thing. Scott, what do you think? Like, God, if we all had grandfathers that caring, mm -hmm. you know, good Lord. Um, yeah, I just, Lorelai is not going to change. Richard and Emily are not going to change. Nobody's going to change in this equation. So they're going to have to do things like this to get the result that they want to do the best thing for that child. Um, they probably know knew it was going to get messy at some point. They knew it was going to go off the rails, but the deed is done. She's accepted. And then as we end the show, right. we see they're both looking at Yale pamphlets. Mm -hmm. so, so, yes. Wow, wow, wow. Big moment. Oh. And also, did you guys pick up that Lorelai said that she had wanted to go to Yale when she was young? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. I didn't actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Richard tells the story on the bench. Right. Of oh, her coming in right. and saying. Oh, that's right. Shout out to AstroPro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples. It's springtime and that means allergies. Mine have been throwing me off and I need something that works fast. That's where AstroPro comes in. It's the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. And it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter spray you can get. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Plus, it is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. AstroPro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. 
So if you suffer from allergies like I do, get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with AstroPro. Go to AstroProAllergy.com for a discount so you can AstroPro and go today. Visit A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plants can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. So Tara and Scott and me, poker face, mm-hmm. Danielle, right now at this point, where do you think she's going to go? Knowing just what you know. Um, knowing what I know, I think she's still going to go to Harvard. And I think she's still like, that's still the number one for her. But the pamphlet flipping at the end made me a little like, oh, shoot, maybe not. Maybe well, not. It also made me think like that scene where, Emily goes, well, she'll, she'll be closer to home. I was thinking like, she said that's a Lorelai. So Lorelai's thinking like, maybe my daughter will be home. But also she just got back from making out with Jess. So she's mm. probably thinking like, oh my God, this guy is, is going to be close. Wow. that's what, And that's why it was funny that they both looked at the pamphlets that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And wow. Then, and then em- and Emily had the the most devastating line. Of that entire scene. And by the way, if she goes to Yale, she can live at home. Lorelai. Yeah. It's like, wow. They <laughs> all like, bang, have bang. an agenda. <laughs> they all have an agenda. And I think what they're not realizing is they're being so combative with one another, where if they all joined forces, mm-hmm. let's just get this kid every possible option she can have. Do you know and what? then evaluate it. You know what? The one thing I would like to see coming out of the Gilmores, because I think she deserves it is I think that they should throw Lorelai a party. I think that they should give her a ridiculously expensive gift. I think that they should make an, a, a gesture, mm, right? Interesting. I think they should To honor... sort of make up for what went awry? Well, I mean, they're intelligent people. I mean, they're, they want what they want, right? Mm-hmm. As strategic as they are being. Um, why not 
make peace with Lorelai? Why not just say, yeah. you know what? You've done a fantastic job. And if they did, if they made a big gesture like that, then they could go to her and they say, listen, Richard would like to take Rory and everybody up to Yale. And, you know, and these are the reasons why, because she could live at home because Harvard may not accept her. And it'd be easier if she got in, you know, if she got accepted think, to Harvard, it'd be yeah, easier I, to get to, I mean, if, if I see if, what you're saying, you know what I mean? I just, like do it. He won't trust that. Right. There wouldn't be any conflict in it, and it would have no reason to be in a TV show that's compelling to watch, but that's kind of what I want to see. Any kind of gesture. Right. She'll do the same thing she did here. All of this is manipulative. You're the puppet master. (laughs) So why waste our time? Right. Whereas. (laughs) Just going to waste money. I know. They're not seeing the forest for the trees. Is that like the right saying? It's like. Yeah. How. Lorelai is right that Richard sort of manipulated the situation. Oh, funny. It's three o'clock and my buddy, you know, is Mm -hmm. right here. Mm -hmm. But it ultimately, this is just helping the kid get into Yale. Let the kid get into Yale, then decide where she's going. Mm -hmm. It's so simple. Yeah. And that's the one thing that, you know, Richard's really good at doing he he's not saying she has to go here or Mm -hmm. like she needs to continue the family legacy. She must go here. He's just like, I want her to see Yale because you won't show her otherwise. Yeah. 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 She'll never know. Look, those gifted kids, you know, they get accepted to Yale, Harvard, Princeton, Columbia, Dartmouth. They get in, you know, MIT, uh, Cambridge, Oxford. They get accepted everywhere. Right. And then they figure it out. And then, yeah, they have the choices. And then one school steps up and says, listen, we know you've been accepted by XYZ. We'll offer you this. You know, I just don't. Yeah, I don't think there's a parent on the planet mm-hmm. that would be like, "Don't apply that to this awesome school that you might get into." <laughs> like that just doesn't exist. Now, right. parents may say like, "Oh, hey, we can't afford that," right. or a variety of reasons why a kid wouldn't apply to a certain school. But Rory can afford to go wherever she wants. Right. Let her apply to everywhere. So the fact that Lorelai's holding that back just doesn't track for me. It's she, like she, she just because Lorelai feels erased. She feels like, yeah. and I, I think she feels really. I think she blames herself for a lot of this, and she just doesn't want to admit it because she's so deeply entrenched. Her heels are so dug in over the years, and she's pretty much justified. Uh, but she doesn't, she just can't let go. She can't let go. She feels like yeah. there's, I think it, it, being judged by your parents makes a person very angry. So they're always judging her and not trusting yeah. her and not, in, you know, saying coming to her first and asking permission, which is, would right. be respect. she's a, she's a mother. She's they always are treating her like a kid. That, yes. And that pisses her off. And I don't blame yeah. her. I don't blame her. She's totally justified in having that reaction. So it, it's, it sort of supersedes you know, any of the benefit that could potentially go to Rory. Yeah. I, I, look, you were right at the beginning when you're like, they're all right. They're all wrong. Mm-hmm. Your math was a little weird, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Two rights. Don't make a wrong, make a right, make a wrong. Um, uh, and th- th- that makes for great drama. Yeah. Yeah. That makes for well, great drama because nobody's right. And nobody's wrong. There's also a second story in this episode that's amazing. So we go back to the diner. Mm-hmm. And this is when Kirk's like lost her, lost his trophy, lost her. And you're like, mm-hmm. is she. <laughs> but Luke was immediately weird with Rory. I mean, immediately. Like well, that, she was yeah. weird with him. He's weird. Can I get a cheeseburger? Now everybody's awkward. I mean, did you feel the weight when they got up into his apartment and they were standing? Did you feel the weight of, oh, God, what do we do now? We we have the thing that we want. Now we don't know what to say to each other. What but do we, how what do we smooth. Do? Yeah. How smooth was Jess? Because he was awkward, but he moves towards her. Right. Oh. Right. He had a what good, he had, he had a really, he had a really good line. I, look, are you sure? I'd really like to get you a Coke because I don't want to stand here like a moron. You know, I want, I want something to do. <laughs> what did y'all think, Danielle? What, Scott, what'd you guys think of that first oh. almost kiss? That's not the kiss, but it's the almost. I love, 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 love. And then especially with the payoff at the end of the episode, but we won't get there yet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I love the the built up anticipation and then like Luke busting through the door mm-hmm. and catching them and they couldn't actually kiss and I it was so good. It was the first time you see Jess kind of like giddy and shy and like nervous around Rory. Like he's like, Oh, this is my shot, so I better not mess up this time. Yeah. 
Yeah. So wait, I'll, I'll enact, I'll act it out. But one of the cutest moments, and I've noticed this, sorry, my outfit's so lame today, but uh, I, I've seen this episode a few times and I notice it every time. Did you guys see when Jessica's on the chair? Mm. Yeah. And it was just this, and I don't know if he was directed to do that or if he just, Milo did it. Mm-hmm. It's such a cute moment as he's sort of trying to like, move closer move this along he's so adorable and the hands on the chair yeah because it it made me think several times when those two were together like what do kids do when they're really in love with each other well they touch each other they make out (laughs) this is what they do (laughs) this is what is done this is what everybody does they want to get in a room alone and touch each other (laughs) that's what they did (laughs) that's great then what did you think of your Luke's rules. <laughs> Luke's rules. Um, gotta say, think it's a classic scene. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's a classic Luke scene where, uh, and I love the the. Well, he got some grapes and he popped a couple grapes on his way out, and then he looked back and popped another <laughs> he one. He was and so smiled. proud of himself. He was very proud of himself, oh. right? Because he really felt like nailed that like no he he felt like he had won in that he was a good stepdad or whatever he a good uncle right he felt like wow i did something right and and i corrected you know and they're together and that i so i must have done something right because 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 jess is now you know palatable to this very special girl and she even loves him and wow. And, and I don't think he's going to screw it up because I just You'll read be on the, the couch. I You'll get, be on the chair. Right. She's on the chair. You'll be on the couch. Right. Like, right. It was so good. It's like Luke wanting to be a dad and he got his opportunity yeah. and he, you know, and he, I don't know. That was a good scene. That's a good and scene. And it's interesting. Like you didn't do that with Shane. Like you didn't give him all these rules other than the respect. You really wanted mm-hmm. him to respect women, right. which I thought was a, a great right. moment in that right. episode. But you're coming guns blazing on on this because mm-hmm. I think probably you don't want him to mess this up. You want to take care of Rory. You feel so invested and responsible for well, both. Yeah, of them. I mean the how, stakes are high on this one. Yeah, like oh, just can't screw it up. Yeah, because yeah. that means that's his relationship with Lorelai too. Mm-hmm. This blows up his relationship with Lorelai. Lorelai, any future with Lorelai can blow up. You know. That that bad blood created between those two. That's that's like I say, it's a risk on trade on Wall Street. Huge stocks in demand. So yeah, stakes are really going up here. And uh, yeah, and I loved you know I think all that tender stuff and that awkward and the almost first kiss and then Luke busts in and that's really all that scene was is set up for that scene. You know, Luke Luke laying down the law. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Like that it was sort of setting up that moment. Mm-hmm. Although the cuteness of them sort of, I don't know, that dance. Right. Of moving closer and the way he touches her. Right. He's so cool. I mean, there's just nothing cooler than either. I don't know if it's Jess or Milo, but oh my God, <laughs> he's so cool. <laughs> but you're, the way he moves. We want to see these people, uh, these two characters in their world. They create this bubble world of love and want and longing and all that but they they exist in the world of rules and adults and people that will punish them <laughs> there are consequences so it, it, the layers were were laid on quite i thought effectively and uh art artfully yeah. so you know so i great apologize because i sort of we've, we've skipped around a little bit in this episode but i do think i want to talk about the scene where they're packing to go on the road trip <laughs> and like how Lorelai's like, wait, where's your stuff? Like, you've got to bring this, this, this. And then the coffee drink. The ca- car. <laughs> that was a little weird. Oh, I, 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 oh my God. No, it was that funny, was... but it was like, it, it, when it, it's like Lorelai is the most defiant person in the world. And she's yeah. sort of like bowing down to this ridiculous demand and having fun with it. I don't know. It was a little weird for me. It, it, it was, didn't seem like Lorelai. It was just amusing yeah now, it was, what it was amusing but we i think we touched on this a little bit but the story we're getting from richard and emily that richard had a different girlfriend mm-hmm. and he says the funniest thing like don't tell the girls this they'll think i was a lothario right, like, right, right, right. and then lorelei <laughs> you stole my father with fashion but ultimately i love hearing about their romance like right. 
He gave her his pin when Emily showed up to the frat party in the blue dress. Like all those little. Oh, how cute was that, you guys? So cute. It was and adorable. when he proposed, like right in front of what used to be a bench and was now a trash can. <laughs> and they both like lean over the trash can and yeah. give each other a kiss. <laughs> they're a very sweet couple. Like you really. As much as they bicker, they're so in love. I did think it was very telling when um, I forget if it was Richard or Emily that said this, but when Richard proposed and Emily just said, fine. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Emily. <laughs> Seems tall to me. I I noticed a couple things in this episode is the heights because Alexis is tall, but Lauren is so much taller than her. And then you realize Richard. So Ed Herman is so tall. And then Emily is tall. They're all a bunch of tall people. I don't know that. I don't know that Kelly's very tall. She's just wearing heels. I think she's five, five. I think she's five, five. They must put her in heels because otherwise she would be so much shorter Uh, than Ed Herman. Well, yeah, he's six, five. And in heels, she's probably five, six, five, seven, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Did anybody else in this episode, and we still have some scenes to break down, but for some reason in this episode, more than any, I noticed Alexis's eyes and Lauren Graham's eyes. They have the bluest eyes and their eyes are the same. Like they really are believable mother daughter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Their eyes are so blue and exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. it like that in person with them? Um, uh, Alexis, definitely piercing blue eyes. Lauren, it's more green. They're more blue green. Yeah. Yeah. Like, did you ever have scenes with them where you're just like, whoa, their eyes. Um, (laughs) no, no. Uh, I'm used to, I'm used to their eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. You can't really allow yourself to be distracted in a scene (laughs) like that. They, I mean, I thought Lauren looked so cool in this episode. Yeah, yeah. Her hair, her fashion, the bag going across, the leather jacket with the jeans and the t-shirt. Like, she just looked cool. Mm-hmm. Ah, summer, the best time of the year. Usually it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. And vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. 
your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This is Paris Hilton. This week on the This is Paris podcast, Nikki and I will be joined by Anna Delvey. You may think you know her from Inventing Anna on Netflix. Get to know the real Anna. Is she a con artist and a fraudster? or a risk-taking entrepreneur, an audacious one at that. Love her or hate her, we're all curious. The real heiresses sit down with the fake heiress right now on This Is Paris. Listen to This Is Paris now, wherever you listen to podcasts. So do we skip now to the gas station? They're at Gypsies, obviously. That was one of my favorite scenes. Um, I think in the entire of all the episodes I've watched that set such a mood for me and the music that was playing. I mean, it was a perfect meld of music and and lighting and scenery and situation between those two. That was really, that was filmic. That was film. That wasn't TV anymore. That achieved a a higher stature in, in my book because it just, boy, that was like good film. And I also have to say, as many times as I've seen this, mm-hmm. I I forgot that was going to happen when Jess was like, I'm going to go get my part. Like, it completely went right over my head. Wait. And then, I don't know why. Oh, yeah. I and, like, and like, Lorelai is like, you know where they are. They're together, right? Like, that <laughs> totally just went over my head. And I was like, do you know how many times I've seen this? And I still didn't remember that was about to happen. He fully went over my head. Like, when he came down, he's like, I got to get part for the car. And then you say, bring a receipt this time. Mm-hmm. Like, there, that, I did not get, oh, he's going to the meeting yeah. spot. But Lorelai's like, and then it's such a kind of a burn on Luke. Like here he was thinking he'd done such a good job with his <laughs> You give me that receipt. Right, yeah, it's right, like too right. late. Just pulled a just pulled a Dave Rogowski on him. Yeah. <laughs> and they have great chemistry. Obviously, they did it in real life. So Milo and Alexis had great chemistry. And they did. Oh my God, Danielle, what planet did you live on? I didn't know oh, that. Sure. Oh yeah, my they, God, you didn't? Oh yeah. No! Yeah. yeah, they dated for a little while. Yeah, a year what, or During so. the show? Oh, sure. In the, in yeah. the aughts, as they say. Yeah. Mind is blown. Yeah. My mind is Shut blown. Yeah. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had uh, chemistry for real. I'm now, I don't know Google the exact this. timeline at what year they dated. Yeah, I was going to say, at what point in Gilmore like, were they You'd actually to, like, together? We'd have to like do some detective work and then we still wouldn't tell. Totally I don't know. Pr- pretty, pretty quick after he showed up, they started dating. So she was like still with Dean. Not in real life, dude. We're no, I know. But I'm saying like when they oh. were dating. No, I'm talking Whoa. about real life. I'm talking about okay. in real life. She is blurring you real life. I got you, Tara. So she's saying, was she dating Milo when Rory was still, was still with Dean in the show? I was trying I to know. like. Danielle's yeah. trying to figure it out. <laughs> well, it's a. I, I would guess so, because they were together for four years before splitting in 2006, and this was 2002. Yeah. So right around right now is when they started dating in real life. Right. Jeez, that's pretty much the run of the show. I was going to save. Five, yeah, five they dated of, after five of the he seven left years. the show. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. OMG. I didn't realize well, it was also, four years. Hello. That kiss was freaking real. That's why it was so good, because you're like, <laughs> yeah. oh. That was a kiss. Wow, that you was guys. That was a teen kiss. Tell us I was you. today years old when I... <laughs> today <laughs> That <yourself>. is a really <laughs> threw me. I didn't Actually, know it that. makes it so much more exciting that you don't know, Danielle. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, You're not allowed wow. to Google anymore. <laughs> so what do you see? You're just on the internet seeing I'm pictures just, of them in real life. Yes. <laughs> oh, my just, God. 
Straight. Straight to images. Like, you know, t- TV you? shows should require uh, their actors and actresses to date. They really yeah, should. I mean, it would it would create so much more buzz for the show, right? <laughs> so true. But it also just makes it so real. Mm-hmm. Okay, so question for you. Mm. What did you make of the fact that she's having this amazing kiss with Jess? Literally, like, explosion. And she runs off. To Dean, it it broke. Dean broke my heart. I mean, yeah. I I I was in that position. That was that was you know as a kid, and it's hard. And boy, he uh, he got run over by a Rory truck, and she backed up and ran over him again and again and again. And and he was devastated. That poor kid. And I felt and- really bad for him. And it's beautifully acted scene by him. Um, and I think. To me, I don't know. It almost felt like character rehab. Like we got to do something to make Rory look a little better. <laughs> and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. maybe they threw that in like, this sure. would be a good thing to rehab, rehab her character a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, if it that's was, fair. I mean, we're not mad at her, but I, I see what you're saying. Like as the audience, we're not upset, but, but you're right. It did, it did sort of clean it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, that was really sweet. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. I'm definitely happy she did it for Dean because I feel mm-hmm. like Dean yeah. at this point feels so duped, you know, well, like, oh, my God, I'm such a fool. I'm such an idiot. And she uh, is basically telling him, no, 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 it was real. Mm-hmm. It was real. But let me yeah. ask you, let me ask you this. Do you know how that scene made me feel? It made me feel a little angry at her because yeah. it felt like such a tease because when he opened the window and she started mm-hmm. talking you know what she's because okay. Let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you gals this. Um, what do you think, Dean? If she went to the window and he opened the window, and she had said, "I'm sorry, I want to come back. I mm. want us to be a couple again." How, do you think a that's even feasible for a person to do that? And mm-hmm. b, do you think Dean would have said yes? I don't think he, I would think he would have said no because he just knows that Jess is still there. Like he's not going anywhere. Okay. So that's where I think the stronger scene would have come from. I think you're right. I think that, see, that's the, that's the move. If she was really, I I, want to be careful how I say this. And a lot of people say, look, you're, you're putting Rory on a pedestal and she's not the perfect person. There's, she's got a lot of flaws. Right. What if she, were, was so smart that she went back to Dean and she said, I want to come back knowing full well that he would say no and it oh, would close, so it, it would becomes, be good for him uh, so he could move on. I think on. that's too crafty I don't think teenagers. Rory, but I don't also think she's she's one to play the game. Right. It's not uh, playing the game. She it's, has it's, been for the last... It's not <laughs> playing the game. It's being but, kind to Dean to give him... Because she's... Look, if she's stronger and she's wiser... Um, you know, why not let him close the book in a real way? In real life, I would have liked to have seen it. Okay, Mm -hmm. so this doesn't make a great TV show. So I admit that. Her writing him a letter or an email. Like that to me would be like the move where you're like, I just wanted to send you this note, you know, tear it up, delete it, whatever you're going to do. I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. But I think for the sake of this TV show, she needed to go over there and say it. I also think she realizes like, okay, Things are moving forward with Jess. This is happening. But this is now going to be in Dean's face. I do need to go tell him. Yeah. But I think I thought that, ended, that I thought that that was really cruel that she did that. But think of how they ended in a fight on it, the dance floor at the dance marathon, and they're not going to speak. So again. she comes she back him. on his roof. He hates her, but he right. sees her, so he's got hope now. He's excited again. Even though he's not showing it inside, he's irritated. Yeah, I I understand that, but he's still. It's like there's the love of his life, right? And she's on the roof, and he's in a power position, and he's just going to play his part until she says the right thing. She could have convinced him to come back, and and think the reason I say it's a little cruel. It was kind of self-serving, just for Rory. This had nothing to do to help Dean out. It just drove the knife in. Clear her conscience. right. Right. It was to clear her conscience. And it just drove the knife in deeper to Dean because she actually gave him a little hope in the beginning of the scene by saying, I just wanted to come by and say that 
and you didn't know what she was going to say, right? Right. Yeah. right she right, said, right. I just want you to know that, what did she say? I loved you yeah. in the past. And now that we're not together, I mean, it was like, Jesus, you're kicking the guy in the you know what's again. He's already down. He's trying oh, to move on. Now you come by to tease him. And it's really complicated. I, I, can I, I see it. I, I just thought it was a tease and it was asking Dean to have a stiff upper lip yet again yeah. in the face of a huge loss in his life. And there she is in the flesh, sort of like being a little ambiguous in the beginning and then saying, well, I'm here to say that I'm really sorry and I know you loved me You're and I loved wrong. you too, but we're really over. Okay. This yeah. is another right I've wrong. moved on. I mean, it's like, just, it's like, Jesus, <laughs> just mm -hmm. kill me. But the I guy. definitely see it in like the girl's point of view because Rory also wants, like at the end when she's like, I hope we can be friends. Like she just wants everything to be like start over, hope they can be friends again. He was so great to her and her mom and like everything in her life. But I think she also like, she wants that peace because I think she knows Jess isn't. Is it any it. different than what Richard did? It's essentially the same thing. She's uh, sort yeah. of manipulating or she's yeah. trying to mm -hmm. do for her future thing. yeah she had good intentions she wants to say sorry the way they ended was so screwy she's she has good intentions with it but i see what you're saying Scott. not it was so painful to dean uh, yeah sometimes just, you really have to put yourself in the other person's right. position how does that help him i feel like it did help him i don't really? know that's Do just you? my opinion huh. because like i like i was saying a little you know a little bit ago I think he feels really stupid, right. like very stupid. Like he was played, which right. in all honesty, he was, but I think it was, it was a time for him to hear like, yeah, you know, I was played, but also she did have feelings for me and I can at least know that I wasn't completely a hundred percent dumb <laughs> in this relationship, you <laughs> yeah. know, like, yeah. I think it gives him a little bit of, okay, you know, it, it 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 was us, but then somebody else came in. You're not yeah. completely stupid, Dean. You're 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 you're, you're stupid. It sounds bad. I played it sounds you. Bad. You got hosed royally. I just felt that I'm the Dean... most fabulous girl that you will ever meet. Yeah, but I know you're right. Hey, you're right. good news, pal. I, I loved you he... once. Bye. I feel like he deserved an apology. Thanks for coming by, Rory. He did deserve an apology. He Don't let that tree it. hit you on the ass Danielle. on the way out. Danielle, same question for you because this is fun to do with you. Okay. Do you think, knowing what you know, that we'll ever see Dean and Rory together again? I feel like he'll come back at some point, whether they're together or not. I don't know. But yeah. Yes. He'll come back. I think if save he's the, if, save the tape, if he people. if if he's this much of a glutton for punishment, he'll come back for more. <laughs> he's got a taste for it now. Oh Scott, uh -huh. I don't want to say what's going to happen, but no truer words have ever been. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Damn it! No. <laughs> um, oh man. Favorite uh, lines? I think I did fashion. I mean, I thought I just thought hats off to. Lorelai, her look was so good. Yeah, she looked she looked really good she in this episode. Good. She's looking good in this season, isn't she? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. She looks really beautiful, like in yes. every and she's scene. So cool. Yeah, yeah she is cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, favorite lines. I I think this was when they were talking about going to the 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 uh, taco place, crisp and meaty, and then Rory goes dirty, like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, mine's Lorelai to Luke when Luke realizes that Jess and Rory are meeting up together <laughs> and Lorelai goes, if you'd like, I'd let you sniff Rory's sweater. Maybe the scent will help you track them down. Oh my God. Oh my God. That was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. It was, was really brilliant. good. That was brilliant. That scene was brilliant. Oh God. And she said that. And then look, they cut back to Luke and he's looking at her. He goes, he goes, what you find amusing yes. amazes me. But and he just was that. kind of considering yes, it. Yes, that was brilliant. Did you see the I look on his down, face like he right? just smelled a sour lemon? Like, oh God. what you find amusing amazes so me sometimes. So <laughs> that was so I, good. I agree. So 
Oh God! I don't. Who was that guy that played Luke? He was pretty good. He was <laughs> pretty he good. Was. We, we got to get him on the show. We should. <laughs> Tara, favorite line? Um, this is about the broken button. Uh, Emily says, I have oh, this yes. dinner to go to tonight. What am I going to do? And Lorelai says, drink a lot. It's easier to explain than not wearing a skirt if you're falling down drunk. <laughs> that was a good one. Cute scene in the bathroom there. We didn't talk about it. Very cute yeah, scene. Yeah, it was good. It was the cute. whole thing was that whole, from start to finish, from when they got to Yale, all through up until they got to the dean's office or whatever. Where did they film that? UCLA. UCLA. Oh. Mm-hmm. Good question. I feel like we are missing a very obvious good line from Rory and Dean together. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's the very end when Rory (laughs) goes, I hope someday you won't hate me anymore. And Dean goes, I hope so too. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good. And again, again, I know I point this out every week. The whatever the word is, we need to get the word. The scene that's the crescendo is the kiss and then they always give us yeah. something more it's like mm-hmm. it's really now i realize like a gilmore thing mm-hmm. because you would think kiss 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 credits roll but no they always give you a little more and it almost is a down something but it's the most important mm-hmm. just when you think and I think and that's not all, folks. But, yeah. but, I, but yeah. I think it's interesting to to show Rory in this light because look at what she's capable of doing to mm-hmm. a boy's heart. Mm. Okay, look how desirable yeah. she is and how special she is. But look what she's capable of, right? So yeah, this, great point. so it's like Luke may be happy now, but Jess could get Roried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know that old line, you know, you've been Gilmored, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Dean got Roried. And yes, I wonder if yes. Jess is going to get roried. Is Jess going to get roried? I, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But he's vulnerable. Now he's yeah. vulnerable. He's weakening, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> good episode. It was good episode. Oh, next week is a lot of people's favorite episode. Really? The yes. uh, the uh, yes. deep fried Korean Thanksgiving? Oh, this yes, is a good I've seen one. it episode nine? many times. All of my nieces have seen Gilmore Girls so many times, and this is one of their favorite. Really, episodes. really. We watched this this Thanksgiving. We watch it on Thanksgiving. Who, who we, who we? Uh, the Sugarman family. The sugar. They, they all get together and watch this. Really, yes. this episode. Yeah. This is considered one of the great episodes of the whole. It's a favorite. Really. And good news for Danielle. Halloween is over. <laughs> the pumpkins fall. are almost <laughs> gone. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, guys. I guess that episode, the, the Thanksgiving episode, got Romo'd. There you go. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> Yes. I've never felt more honored. <laughs> you got Romo'd. <laughs> to remove, and in the Webster's definition, to, to remove pumpkins from your premises is oh to be Romo'd. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She hates fall. <laughs> so good. So rude. All right, everybody, that's going to do it. Uh, great episode, really. Just, I, re- I really relaxed into this episode. It was a very comforting, relaxing episode to see that family so bonded yet so dysfunctional and boys getting their hearts tramped on. And It was also such an important episode, I think, like moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Care to elaborate? See you later. No, we don't have time. We're, that's it. That's it. We got no We're more out, time. Yeah. We're out. We're out. All right, everybody. Thanks. Uh, best fans on the planet. Keep downloading. Keep sending the comments. You're shaping this show. We love the shape of the show is taking. And uh, it's due to your diligence. So thanks, everybody, for that. And we'll see you next time. Stay safe, everyone. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, 
scottyp.com, S-C-O-T-T-Y-P.com, scottyp.com. Grade one specialty coffee. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.